Sarnold's cunt.
Basically getting nostalgic for a couple of hours. We started with uh, Freak on the Leash. No, we didn't, did we? What was that? Here to Stay by Corn. <laughs> and then uh, that was uh, Left Behind by Slipknot. From an album we both agree is practically flawless front to back. Immediate stop. No, you're absolutely fine. It's just because it was still playing. Welcome to Ryan Holtz. Uh, welcome back or do whatever you like. Um, over there, drinking rum with me. Uh, Smoking show. How are you doing? I am part furniture now. You are. <laughs> <laughs> You've definitely made this a lot more entertaining. Um, <laughs> listening to us, our live studio audience, uh, garlanded by an absolutely amazing kind usually, of... Usually a cheer there. Come on, James. Fucking... You might... Are you happy... It, it, Go on, Dingmeister General. Did you hear? <laughs> um, we've got like a bust that's like a gold dude. Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. Yeah. Julius Caesar. <laughs> Julius Caesar. I love that. In it. Um, James, James over there. We, we've both worked uh, a very long week, so we're both very tired. I assume you have, but I don't really care what you do outside of you sitting there. I do things and stuff, and then some, 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 some stuff before you things, or, or yeah. what? What way round? Both ways. Fantastic. Oh, like a bisexual. Like a bisexual. Um, we basically were going to do an episode uh, for those who tuned in last week, uh, last week, last month, last episode. Shut the fuck up. Um, we were going to do stuff where all the bands were going to be king, and uh, yeah, we, we we didn't do as well as I thought we were yeah. going to do. I, I fucking sucked at that. <laughs> I had like three songs. I had I had a few, <laughs> but not not enough. We might have been able to fill it, but 
the quality wouldn't have been there and that's what we care about absolutely and and so does pointless lem productions shut up that was a receipt um i'm not trying to kill you <laughs> the visual media of me flicking oh, a receipt you joe um yeah google pointless lem productions yeah they're fantastic we, we, uh, monthly plug there they're really good really good to us best. really good the best what are they Productions company, publishing company, can't I'm not sure. They're a bit of both, really, aren't they? Both. Exactly. Google got, horse beans. They've got many fingers well. in many pies. Google horse pies. Horse pies. And then horse beans. <laughs> what are horse pies? Uh, I think we went over horse beans last month, didn't we? Yeah, I, th- I don't know. I Google it did. again. I think we, yeah, Remind Google yourself that. of how fucking horrible it is. <laughs> <laughs> but what are horse pies? Uh, it's a pie full of bits of horse. Bits of horse. It's pretty obvious. Real horse. Real horse. <laughs> Made with horse. Real horse. Real horse. There's uh, a callback to when we were 15. Isn't it, right? So <laughs> this is effectively what this episode is, is that we've both chosen tracks. In the spirit of the uh, wish you were here for when you were young and your heart was an open book, wherever yeah, the that, fucking that festival was. heavenly emo festival. But That's, we're... That was quite disparaging of emo then. It was a bit, it. actually. I was into it at the time. Yeah, so I'm was gonna, I. I'm not going to lie. We all were. <laughs> we all were. You know who you were. You know MCR. Someone puts on fucking welcome to the black parade you will know the song you will know the lyrics it was hard to avoid it though so whether you liked it or not you probably you didn't have a fucking choice (laughs) it's fabulous i don't like sam smith but i appreciate what he does at least you can do is appreciate what you're doing sit down have a wank (laughs) always have a wank always have a wank opportunity get it out and start beating your meat so funnily enough the two songs we played are from the first two albums i tortured uh, my mum into buying me when I was like 11 12 we were 12 we were 12 when we did those albums come out uh, oh it's got I was 2001 it's got to be have a google for me um, I'm looking it up I remember being I barely started high school and I'm sitting on a swing in the little playground area where I grew up and my mum's like what do you want for Christmas and I told her those and she was like okay <laughs> as in like shit teenagehood's happening now he's rebelling oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i don't think she was surprised by that because she was equally rebellious shout out to my mum because she's awesome if you don't love your mum okay your mum's got shit tits though she? <laughs> <laughs> your mum's not even real she's not you're right no i, I imagined that. i've got two they're amazing shout out to my mum yes, the one that left and the one that i imagined <laughs> Oh, I tickled myself there. Oh, well done. What yeah, year? Iowa, Iowa was 2001. Fucking hell. Yeah, we were 11. <laughs> we were 11. <laughs> but they were amazing. Iowa front to back. Flawless. Front to back, absolutely amazing. Absolutely. I liked The Untouchables, but the problem is as though the last two albums or things that Corn have brought out have been shit. Yeah, but so Slipknot. Okay, Let's fair point. Let's be honest, since yeah, Subliminal Versus, they've been good. Yeah, fair point. Well, I, I mean, the excuse I've got is two of them died. That wasn't the excuse on All Hope Is Gone. All Hope Is Gone's a really cool album. Nah. Shut nah. shut your curtains, is sir. Is that an unpopular opinion? Draw those curtains and sit in the dark. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, to me, it is. I, I really liked that album. And then Paul Gray died and that was, that was hard work because Paul Gray wrote most of the songs. Yeah, Paul Gray was cool. Um, he was cool. He I'm was very sure cool. I'm not sure what the fuck is going on with Slipknot these days. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like they're now trying to sound like Iowa, but they're all about fifty, and they all don't do the drugs they did. And you're you can't like, manufacture that anger. No, nah. it's either there or it ain't. Uh, precisely. 
I could not agree with you more. They're, they're, if you, a take home for everyone. Um, you can't manufacture hate or anger. You can't. It's either there or it ain't. Take it home. Yeah. What is Live your life like that. Live it. And Live then it. go out and bag yeah. of lemons. Yeah. Buy a bag of lemons. That Buy was a bag of lemons. A whole bag. Um, do you remember the first metal album slash punk album slash thing you bought as a kid? When but, you were 11. But I bought... Um, that like one of the first ones because they were my first two I didn't buy them but my mum bought them I was really into like indie when I first started buying albums oh, okay Cause you're a big fan of the Libertines I know yeah like, like, all, the, all, all respect that sort to of it stuff and yeah and Kings of Leon's debut album that was one of the first ones Four I Kicks bought. is a tune that's not the second one is it <laughs> Molly's Chamber's a tune yeah that's not the first one. Oh, there you go thank you yeah. cheers see I've got that's it that's a killer Shut album but yeah first metal ones it's hard work. Yeah, it was a gradual thing. I sort of went up through Nirvana and... Nirvana's cool. Through Pop Punk and Sum 41, which is kind of the heavy end of Pop Punk. Well, that's that's the idea to play next, is is, is a bit of Sum 41. Yeah, well, that was a uh, good foreshadowing. That was a me, really good segue. <laughs> I like that. You, sir, are over there. Um, the first gig I went to was Avril Lavigne. No shame. With my mum. No shame. Shout out to my mum again. You should be ashamed. Thank you, Jane. Um, the second one was Bon Jovi at Hyde Park, which was actually really <laughs> fucking cool. Oh, my Lord! God. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but my first metal gig, proper metal gig, was sixth. At the, at the Mean Fiddler, before it was the Authority 2, um, yeah, where you could that? smoke indoors, because they're cunts. I think because the Mean Fiddler was going down and got taken over by the Astoria, and then eventually yeah, it was got brought up and then fucking knocked down I always called it the mean fiddler and people were like oh They're do not- you mean the story of two and I'm like it's the mean fiddler you bitch it was knocked down for uh, Crossrail wasn't it uh, I don't know but it was shit was it, one, was it that one yeah it was knocked down for trains shout out to trains I like trains but like shout trains. out to trains well, I, like, I like trains I like I like I like track um, so yeah the next song from, song from our childhood yeah essentially Trialhood, like it's a trial, it a trial of being an adult. Yeah. Oh <laughs> God! My blown. Mind blown. No glow. I said mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> no glow. No glow. Mind blown. This is the hell song from Does This Look Infected? No. 
problems Everybody says the same thing to you It's just a matter how you solve them But what else are we supposed to do? Tune. I forgot that existed. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And I, I feel like I'm. When did that come out? When I was would have been about. You 16. were nine. I don't know. We I feel like I'm sixteen again. And so you should do. I kind of wish I was. Do you? Yeah, life sucks. Right now, <laughs> you've got kids. They're amazing. We'll end that there. <laughs> you're making awkward faces at me. I hated being a teenager. It was mean. Can, can I just clear up? I love my kids. You do love your kids. No, and he is a great dad. Shout out to Joe's dadness. You got a dad bod and everything before you were a dad. That's, yeah, my, that's the I was hottest doing bit it about before it. Before it was cool. I know. Erect. 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 Um, before I continue talking, the rum we drink in this episode is Brewdog. Five hundred cups. Dog. The Didn't, people that are not known for making rum. Uh, they make ales. It's nice, isn't it? But it's got a smoky bit at the back, and it's a bit weird. Yeah, it's like. Taste-wise, it's like between a rum and a whiskey. It's strange. It's lush. Yeah, I quite like it. I mean, I'm also quite drunk now. I'm not. I'm, I'm, Maybe I'm I not. should catch up. Uh, I'm also a professional alcoholic. Don't eat the microphone. <laughs> the visual medium <laughs> in the audio format. That was just for you. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. I'm not going to tell you what you just did, but I'm uh, at full mast. We're so good at this. Um, yeah, I hate being a teenager. It was minging. I kind of realised at a very young age when I hit puberty at a very early age that I was very, very homosexual. But did absolutely everything in my power to not be. Failed triumphantly, but uh, hilarious. But minging. But minging? Absolute minging. That does sound like an ordeal. It was minging. I was not a fan. I used to game a lot. I used to be a. a I used to be fat, and then my first. I am fat, um, <laughs> but in this timeline, uh, I was a fat kid into a fat teenager. Then decided that I needed to do something about that. So I did like some shit. Got my first boyfriend at sixteen. Got slightly skinnier at like twelve stone, which for someone who's like quite broad and six foot ish, is minging. Um, and then he left me and I rocketed to the dizzying heights of 20 stone in a year. It's gorgeous. Beautiful. I won it. I've got so Absolutely. many stripes. People mistake me for a leopard and then they blink and then realise that I'm a tiger. And then they stop smoking the crack and they realise I'm a fat dude. Point to land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, being a teenager was me. And that kind of carried on until I was about 19. I'm still going through it. What being minging? <laughs> I'm just awkward and anxious and don't like people. Which is, which I am now, but I was angry back then. Everything was angry, which yeah, is why I really like Slim. Oh, are you not? Oh no, I'm angry. I'm angry all the time. James can attest to that. I'm angry. Don't spin round, you get whiplash. Um, 
But it's a family trait. My granddad's angry. My mum's angry. I'm angry. But rather than being anxious, I was too busy being angry. Now I've finished being... Well, I haven't finished being angry, but now I've achieved what I thought I should be achieving. Now I'm anxious. <laughs> yeah. Which is brilliant. It's not. It's not. It's minging. <laughs> being anxious. Shout out to anxiety. Yeah, shout out to mental health. That's, <laughs> that's what we're getting at yeah. 100% um, <laughs> as two people in a very like we're not we're not getting into like a Dr. Phil thing but your your upbringing was interesting and so was mine and we both lean heavily into this sort of style of music and life it's kind yeah, of a product yeah, yeah, it's quite cool yeah, I don't want to be like making out that I was hard done by or nothing I had a fairly regular childhood yeah okay <laughs> Can I kick your dad? Oh, we can't find him. We can't find him. No. I, I reckon he's on a boat. I don't know where he lives. <laughs> That's because we swapped all the numbers. We're, we're a really close family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where mine exists. It's great fun. No. It's not. Should we try and find him? Uh, I, could, I could find Through him. Through the medium of this radio show. Okay. If you're out there, you're a cunt. Oh, don't Daddy. Care. Daddy, call me. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. The problem is in my culture, that means something very different. <laughs> so you're like, Daddy, call me. I'm like, Daddy, call me. You made it weird. I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, rewinding back, uh, I basically smoked weed and played games until I was, what, like 20-something and then fucked off the uni. Um, my next track is like... The if you've ever played Crazy Taxi it is that tune, and it's amazing. Yeah, uh, Crazy Taxi is cool. Shout out to Taxis who cut me it's up all the time. General Taxis, not even just the game. No, the game's cool. The game is cool. The taxi, original Taxis are also cool. Ta- Fucking love Taxis. <laughs> <laughs> this is all I want by the Offspring. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
Minor Tank Show. Taxis! <laughs> um, so we were doing Thought of the Month. Please hit the bell. I know you're typing. Thank you. Yes. Um, off air, which is <laughs> just... I say sprint across my living room. It's not like it's a fucking marathon. It's massive. What are you on about? Make <coughs> everyone think that you live in some luxurious place. Come on. This lounge is like the size of a football pitch. Okay. Anyway, so... <laughs> uh, thought of the month being... Um, the phrase, I owe you an apology, isn't actually an apology. It's just a proposition. But people mistake it for an apology. It's, a, it's like when a guy in a pub goes, I'm not being funny, but... And then says something like a cunt. It's kind of like an implied apology. Isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's the frame of the shed of apology. But it's yeah. not the panelling that makes it a shed. It should be followed by the words, I'm sorry. Get that lawnmower out. <laughs> Cut the grass. It should be. It you should, should yeah, just go, I, I totally first agree. of all, I would like to apologise for X. Rather than going, I owe you an apology. Just apologise for it. What are you dancing it around for, you knob? Take your dress off. I totally agree. You're not a bitch. I just took my dress off. Uh, what was your one that was fucking immaculate? Your uh... Immaculate? I don't know if it's really a fault. <laughs> More than a statement. <laughs> no one likes an innie anus. I can't describe what an innie anus is or what an outie anus is. It's a prolapse. A prolapse. <laughs> an outie <laughs> Which, the statement no one likes an anus would obviously be wrong then. I'd rather Indian anus than Altian anus. The Indian Uranus, the better, I think. <laughs> Altian anus, I imagine, is like carrying one of those drawstring bags between your legs. <laughs> oh, um, we're the pride of Britain. <laughs> oh, amazing. I did, have, I did have another question. This has been bugging me, right? What's the difference between sandals and flip-flops? Um, it, I think it's an ankle strap. Is it? I think it's an ankle strap. I asked someone at work and they didn't know. Right. That's my sample set. One person. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. What'd you say? Was it Bryn? No. Yeah. No, oh. it wasn't. Was it Jack? No. Oh, okay. I don't know anyone else. Yeah, you you don't. You don't know. You don't know this person. <laughs> um. So. If you think of Jesus sandals, they've kind of got the, the brace around the ankle and then lots of weaving, whereas flip-flops... I th- Okay, if you walk and it goes flip-flop, flip-flop, it's a flip-flop. And obviously an ankle strap would stop that. 100%. Yeah. All right, Fact. Yeah. Right, I've just answered my question. There we go, fantastic. For about three weeks. That was... thought. Really? <laughs> That's long. I could have Googled it, but I thought it'd be cool on here. That is a brilliant thought of the month. Hit the bell. <laughs> Thank you very much. Need, I prefer the first one. Need a new bell, I think. Uh, no, we need to stop disturbing him while he's trying to do work. Um, the next one we both agreed with uh, is a band that were really good and then disappeared, like the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, Atreyu. Yeah, they came back. Did they? But I never checked it out. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They, I remember they them being for a while. Re- they were quite big. Bleeding mascara was a f- fucking tune. Yeah. And it was, it was the first time I saw a drummer sing. Don't know about you. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, because now I think of like... Except for maybe Taylor Hawkins with the Foo Fighters. Did he? Yeah, he used to do like backing bits. You know, oh, not so much lead. Oh, okay. Well, we... But then I had one of their uh, fairly early DVDs, a live DVD. And he sang, oh, okay. He sang a song on that. It wasn't like one, a Foo Fighters track. Mm. I mean, they were doing a cover of it. Because I think so, of like... So it was either that or a trade. I think of like Brutus and Mastodon and I can't name the other bands. 
but they have a prominent vocalist song comes yeah which is really cool which but they, cool. they they were so cool he had a fucking belting range have you seen him live I try yeah yeah because he was just as good live which impressed yeah. me more fantastic <laughs> fantastic what did we choose uh, uh, X's and O's X's and O's yeah uh, a death was this the on one yesterday. that was on there was the one that they did for a film I can't remember what film I don't know this is I've, I've brought this up and I have no facts to back up anything that I'm saying fantastic you are over there <laughs> I am I'm definitely over here absolutely <laughs> um, uh, was it the beach was it Titanic no was it no. Harold and Kumar no was it Cannibal Holocaust no Imagine that. That'd be beautiful. No. Even though it was done in like the 70s. No. Can I just play a track? No. I'm gonna. No.
Wasn't it? It was such a good track. It was yeah. so so cool. And I was proper into that whole metalcore thing as well. Um, it's not an honourable mention, but it kind of is because the rest of them are the falling casualties of a dirty nonce. I listened to so much Lost Prophets, and that, that didn't fit into metalcore at all. But... No, but it's that kind of alternative nonsense, isn't it? Oh, I had a really good one by Play White Tees. We'll do that for part two, which will be the Christmas episode, because fuck Christmas. Part two, join us for part two. Pointless Lemon, part two. <laughs> um, uh, because, like, Shinobi versus Ninja Dragon was a tune. Because it was such yeah, a they call. Were cool. They were, they cool were really cool. He's exactly. just a nonce. It's only, yeah, it's He's a nonce. The unspeakable. <laughs> horrific. <laughs> absolutely horrific. Generally, I'd make a joke. I ain't making one about that. He deserves to be on fire now. Should we, should we move on quickly? 100%. Yeah, I was full on into that whole metalcore thing. I loved it. It gets bad rap now. Bullet from a Valentine, yes. Yeah, all of that. Early uh, stuff, though, I preferred. Kill Switch. Oh! Oh, my God. I've got so cool. many good Kill Switch ones. Yeah. Uh, um, we could probably do a whole show of Kill Switch. We, we definitely could. <laughs> oh, what was it? So it was like a Kerrang 14. <laughs> And in the style of the kill switch, when uh, the kill switch thing that Howard Jones did with Adam D, um, what was the album for that? Uh, I what album that was from. The one with the heart with all the nails in, where they're sitting in, in the, the trailer and they make it out themselves. There's a really good track uh, that it goes. It's that one. Yeah. So, this is the voice of the voiceless. Yeah, I don't know what it's got like dirty so pick scrape. No, it's uh, no, that's <laughs> spot on. Um, it's not when darkness falls, it's I'll get to it. Um, what was all that? Oh, Metalcore, yeah. Metalcore was cool. Yeah, fucking was. It was really cool. All of it. I really got into it. Unearth and all of that. I also massively got into, um, and, and, and I'll explain this because I think they're the same line of Electric Six. Alkaline Trio? I, I don't know if I'd put them in with Electric Six. No, in the same way as lyrically, if you took Electric Six and made them serious, lyrically, the way things flow would be the Alkaline Trio. In my eyes. I can kind of see that. Yeah, it's really loose. I just really liked the 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 way it all flowed. I saw them live a couple of times. They were so much fun. I've got a set list of theirs somewhere. I don't think I've ever seen them. They were really cool live. Really cool live. Really fun. Got you in. Who were the oh fuck um defenders of the faith? Who were the band who headlined that? They like backflipped on stage and shit. Defenders of the faith. Were you there for that one? I don't think I was. What was what was the one we mentioned? The festival. Jesus Christ, this is good content. <laughs> the, the festival. Do you mean the Metal Hammer thing? Yeah, what was that called? Def- I thought it was called Defenders of the Faith. Golden Gods. Golden Gods we did. Golden Gods was... Defenders of the Faith, wasn't that like a, a tour that Slayer did or something? No, that's Destroyers of the Faith. I have no, no idea. Not, no, I was thinking of Unholy Alliance. That was Unholy Alliance. That was, that was cool. Yeah, but that was a fucking cool gig. Yeah, I had a poster for that somewhere. Well. I don't think I ever went, but I always knew the lineup. The lineup was. Stu- <laughs> I had a poster from that that I bought. I think I've got it in the corner of my room. Um, 
I, it was immaculate. It was so good. Yeah. So good. Except for Slayer. <laughs> I liked Slayer back then because I was a teenager. I got man. into them for a bit. They did Rain and Blood I, and we did A Wall of Death. It was I think really they cool. own five of their albums. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a massive fan. Not a massive fan. I only own five <laughs> albums. Um, yeah, so the next one I was going to play um, is very reminiscent of growing up as a, a very, very gay teenager. Very, very much cloaked in denial lots of black hair and being a goth um <laughs> is uh and it's their only good album because the rest of them are boo i say that i've only listened to another two and yeah, i don't know from, any of the other albums. afi i only know of this one yeah of december underground um because it was the first time i saw someone other than brian molko but then the rumor when i was young was that brian molko was uh transgender Tran- transgender yeah, yeah. so well, i was just it was put out a lot harsher than that it was <laughs> it was uh well yeah we haven't put them on it doesn't matter part, part two, two. <laughs> <laughs> uh it was afi with miss murder so i'm gonna play that and stop talking
cool. So yeah, we had like a break and stuff briefly. Uh, that was the new black by Every Time I Die. Every time I die. Every time I die. I fucking loved that one. I've forgotten who I it still was. Do. What were the other tracks we played? <laughs> AFI. AFI Miss Murder. What Miss was the bit in between? In between. In between. What was that other track? Don't know. Just listen to it. I don't know. No, no, you're out smoking. I've forgotten the one before. What was it? Surely it's on the like previous. Oh, is there a? Is there? Oh, there you go. I found it. Oh, True to the Bone, True to the Bone, that was it, Oh, you yeah. did, Jack. I saw them, I think, six times in one year, because Nikki was like, I have to see Bowden. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I think I've seen, not in one year, but I think I saw them like six or seven times. I have and met- the annoying thing about that, despite all the times I saw them, Are You Dead Yet, that song, was a song that got me into them, and I fucking love it, even to this day. Yeah. They never played it. There was <laughs> one time, one time, we were at uh, Kentish Town Forum, Right. You ever been that venue? Oh, right yeah. Right next to a church. It's Amazing. Just it's great. We saw... Can't you tell We saw Wax Fangler. Oh, no. We saw him at the garage. No. Forum's cool. Forum's really Forum's cool. Forum's fucking amazing. Uh, uh, yeah, was that Ted to... Mole? We brought him back. No, that was at the garage. Oh, it was at the garage. Yeah. Ted Mole suck. Brought him back. No, yeah. So, I went to see Children of Bone at the Forum. Kentish Town. It was amazing. Played the whole set. It was great. They came back out for an encore. Played the first couple of notes from Are You Dead Yet? And someone threw a beer off the fucking balcony. Yeah, I was there! Straight onto the fucking desk. <laughs> I was there! Shorted out the whole thing and ruined my entire life. Because he came out, a uh, uh, um, keyboardist was just like, find that fucking cunt! <laughs> it's a mad hunt! And everyone was like trying to find him. Yeah, I remember that. I was there for that. I was, was behind... It? Yeah, 100%. I don't think we were there together. No, I was right at the front and then we moved back and then I got. I saw it. I saw I, the thing I fall right onto it. was next to the desk. Jesus. Right next to it, sort of like on the, the, the yeah. little barrier coming off it, and I was there. We were on a bar. With, uh, we were on the bar. With Terry, the bassist from Raise the Void. Little shout out to that him. Yeah. And he's at the time girlfriend. Not a shout out to her. She can go away. Uh, she did. She moved good. away. Thank Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a crazy gig. Yeah, it was, it was a very good gig, but that was cool. I can't even remember his sport work, but Children of Bowden was so good that night. I saw them play Umbrella in the rain at Bloodstock. That was really fun. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about them doing weird covers like yeah, that. Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> There's another one they did as well that was really bad, but I forgot them. Um, yeah, so to introduce the next track, uh, going back to me as a teenager, um, who also writes, shout out to Razor Boyd, um, I really got into poetry at a really young age and Shakespeare and all that hoity-toity stuff because I found it really interesting how there were languages that I could kind of understand. I'd managed to understand uh, understand Old English a lot easier than I thought. So anyway, um, my English teacher... So I've got to point out, Shakespeare wasn't Old English, that was Middle English. Middle English, thank you. Just a little bit of a history buff. No, I like that. (laughs) I like that, that's how we grow. Uh, My English teacher, who would never listen to this, but shout out to Mrs Ellis, uh, who got me into poetry, and Benjamin Zephaniah and... That sort of level of like the anthology thing that used to get was full of poetry. Well, everybody else was like, What the fuck? And I read it and I loved it. We had to do an assignment in English where you pick lyrics from a song and dissect them. And I remember her. Did you? Nice. I remember very vividly she turned to me and went, Reese, behave. 
and everyone <laughs> laughed. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And then I, this was a non-uniform day when I had a long sleeve corn shirt on, chains and really baggy trousers. Do you remember baggy jeans? Oh, I remember baggy jeans. The pockets that were like down to roughly the back of your knee. And they would like hang around your feet and rip up and then trip you up. Yeah, and then get really, <laughs> really minging. And then basically they get to the point where they'd rip up the side and you cut them in the shorts. Yeah. Oh, I love them. <laughs> uh, so the next track, which is Out From Under by Incubus, is the song I did. Um, oh, I, I, just to throw it out there, I did a... What song did I do? A Rage Against the Machine song. I couldn't think of what song it was. Rage Against the Machine song. I had to heavily edit it because there was a lot of swear words. Okay. Which I wasn't allowed which to one? repeat in class. Yeah, that's that's why she looked at me and she was just like, like, please don't. Yeah, no one gave me that warning and I did not behave. What did you do? Do you remember what Rage Against the Machine I can't remember what song it was. It might be Bomb Track. Oh, that's a shame. That might have to go onto the list for part. But I think uh, at the age of 15, I think a lot of it went over my head and I kind of missed the point a little bit, but I enjoyed it. Oh, so good. <laughs> the, um, what was the one I really liked? Uh, actually, Battleful Los Angeles is an album. There you go. That whole album. Flawless. Yeah, it was, it was an English teacher that got me into that. Really? Yeah, how weird's that? <laughs> that is weird. That's cool. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know but, how I got into metal. I just, I remember always liking guitars. And always like in any kind of riff, I'm like, that's really cool. Like you just, you know me, like magnetically drawn to some shit. Yeah. Um, and then it was, there was like a bunch of girls and a bunch of guys who were all kind of a bit alternative. And I was like, I like them, they're scum. I really want to be part of that. And I here think, I am now, a, a proud dirt, purpose, dirt person. A progressive thing. Yeah, sort cool. of just got heavier over time. Nice. Until I was listening to like, it got to a point where it was like technical death metal. <laughs> yeah and now you write it Necro- in necrophagist and shit like that oh my god stab wounds coming from like as I mentioned earlier indie stuff like Arctic Monkeys and stuff I loved all that and then up to necrophagist it was I quite, love necrophagist it's so cool <laughs> stab wounds are tune yes I then went I went carried on that way and went on to things like dying fetus which is just the technicality is horrific you, you can't think you have to I had to keep pausing tracks I can't remember the name of the album but there's a guy with a gun who's got like a hostage because you know death metal and there are bits in those where I'll have to pause it and go what the fuck have I just said <laughs> oh, and then I saw him live and he's sweet picking and so is the bassist and I'm like yeah. I quit music yeah <laughs> Protest the Hero were kind of like that for me I've never seen them live I've seen them live and Bitch. they're insanely good but every time I put on one of our albums, I'm like, should I give up guitar? <laughs> <laughs> I think I should. I have a very poignant moment of laying in the bath in the flat where we both lived in Pitsy, listening to Scurrilous, smoking <laughs> a joint. <laughs> Just laying in the bath going, I know there's a meaning in this. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. Anyway, uh, I'm going to play you an yeah, Incubus track. Yeah, you Get out from under pressure 
awesome opening line of to resist is to piss in the wind. It's just like, yes, yes it is. But sometimes people like piss. Pointless lemon. Um, what I realised with this, because you just said like, I've only got one on this list left, <laughs> which I think is, is probably the next one. Um, but we'll get into why you love Nirvana in a moment. Um, most of the songs we play on our regular show are like 57 minutes long. So yeah, I have a tendency <laughs> to throw out quite long songs. I think we I've almost like semi included a section into the I say the regular show, into the show of um basically anything above like nine or ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sure I've thrown out a few that are uh, that length. Possibly even longer. Possibly. Possibly longer. Um fifteen minutes was, was one of them. Ow. <laughs> that was the Alex Henry Foster track right? I think so yeah that's a shame I did listen to that whole album when we because uh, we gigged recently at Club 85 yes. and for all who turned up for that to support cancer care uh, no kidney, kidney care, care sorry uh, kidney care um, you're all fucking amazing um, yeah to everyone that donated even more so even more so I'm just it was scary yeah, we raised quite a lot that night didn't we I say we I didn't do much I played guitar no we we, we donated money <laughs> And we put on a fucking... I really, really liked how we played. I we was, played well. I was very we happy. We went well that night, yeah. We had a decent-sized crowd as well. It was a really good crowd. They were very much very much there for, for Earthbound, but we pulled in a good crowd. We always pull in a good crowd. Especially think, Club 85. Yeah. It's like, a, kind of a like homestead. They like us down there. Shout out to Bob. Bob's beautiful. He is. Bob and his partner, who I never remember the name of. And... Um, Cassie, Cassie and Gary uh, on sound. Was Gary, yeah. Gary was re- Gary really he liked knows his us. stuff. He's cool. He's really cool. He's old school. He reminds me of Mike Smith from Chinnery. Shout yeah. out to Mike Smith. Yeah, maybe not as blunt. No, that was Mike, so funny. Mike Smith's the bluntest man I've ever done. I know. He was just like <laughs> I remember doing sound check and he was like, "If you cut the microphone, I cannot turn your microphone up." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, Mike. Okay, sorry." But I still remember that now, and I don't cut my mic anymore. So shout out to Mike Smith. All sound men appreciate that. I do. I, I, I appreciate the fact that he turned around and went, don't do that, cunt. And I went, okay, yeah, I can do that. That's fine. He was brilliant. I have all the time in the world for him. Yeah, so do I. Um, what was the... Oh, he came and joined in in a mosh pit at one point as well. I was like, is that the fucking sound guy? Oh, actually, no, because if the sound guy's there, the sound must be brilliant. You know? Yeah. And he was good. He was cool. Uh, what was the point we were making? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, um, Alex Henry Foster. I listened to that on the way back uh, when we were stuck in traffic in the M25. Mind-blowingly good album. Yeah, it is. That was a hell of a tangent. It was beautiful. It's ridiculous. Very, very beautiful album. If you like prog rock. What what was his name? Alex Henry Foster. Oh, it is Alex Henry Foster. But it's the live album. Yeah. Because it's so much more immersive. good, but the live live album just has a feeling to it. It's from the live album. It gets me a Rex. Why'd you choose this Nirvana track? This one specifically. Yeah. It was a hard choice to make, if I'm honest, because I, when I was younger, I was a little bit obsessed with Nirvana. You were grunger. I was full on. You are now. You've but basically I, just I, evolved into I, a I hipster. Was, yeah, but in particular, Nirvana. I was into all the other stuff, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, yeah. all that sort of stuff, but it was Nirvana for me. Yeah. Yeah, this one, what was it? it as a. You've chosen uh, You Know You're Right. You Know You're Right, yeah. Um,. Probably my favourite Nirvana song. Nirvana are possibly the reason I'm still a guitarist. Cool. That's it cool. That's a cool fact. That influential for me. 
Inflation. Inflation. I like that. Um, yeah. I I've got bleach, and love bleach, so I put it on vinyl as well. Bleach is amazing. Um, in utero, I really have recently started to properly appreciate, but never did beforehand. Album. How did you describe it? it? Was like it, the rawness of bleach, but with the songwriting of Nevermind. Yeah, it's a good album. Yeah, that, it just shows progress, really. If you look at bleach to Nevermind to in utero. Yeah, the progression there is insane. It's very good. They were very good. They are very good in in essence of the fact that it's recorded, even though he's dead. Yeah, they don't get the reputation they get for nothing. Didn't the bass player become a senator? I don't know if he ever managed to become a senator. He definitely ran. He was in politics. I know. He was in I know politics. That's as far he as wrote, I can get. He wrote a couple of books as well, and but I don't know if he ever actually won elections. Oh, okay. He's in another band now. Ooh. With Kim File from Soundgarden. And okay. Some, somebody else. Oh, I can't remember. It's a bit of a grunt super group. Soundgarden should go on the next episode. Because oh, yeah. I just... Oh, excuse me. Oh, it was a mini sink. <laughs> Beautiful. If uh, my phone goes off randomly, it's because I ordered pizza. So yeah. ignore that. That's a regular. I know, right? Let's... Let's <laughs> uh, play this Varna track. And then Let's the next it. one I've got is one from kind of us growing up. How long have I known you now? Uh, we met in college. So what were we, 16 when we met? Maybe 17? 17, 18? 17, So maybe, what's yeah. that? 10... Oh, God. Oh, God. It's almost years, like 15, 16 years. Oh, I feel old. I'm going to go kill myself <laughs> while you listen to Nirvana. <laughs> aptly.
What was the little nugget of information you just had for uh, for me that I never knew? About that, about that song? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the last song I ever recorded. Which is really cool. I wasn't there, so I don't know for sure, but <laughs> apparently it's the last song they recorded. Why weren't you there? Yeah, and he was like, Kirk Cobain was like three days late or something like that for the recording session. And just sort of turned up, cut that track, and then disappeared. And they never saw, never saw never him again. Saw him again. Three so days late. Yeah. Three days so I've read, I've, I've read a, uh, a biography of Kirk Cobain called Heavier, Heavier Than Heaven, oh, okay. I think. Check it out, it's cool. But yeah, I think that story was in there. I've got a graphic novel that they did of of, yes. of him somewhere on, on yonder. I think, I think I've got that as well. Yeah, on yonder bookshelf. Yeah. Really cool artwork. Yeah, I, but I love a fucking graphic right. novel, but it's really cool. My mum got that for me. Shout out to my mum. Yeah, I right. think my mum got me that as well. Nice. Mainly because I told her to get nice. it. Nice. <laughs> mum, give me this. Do it. Give me this. It's Christmas, mum. I want that. <laughs> I want this now. I want, I want that. That was my Christmas list when I was younger. It was just like Nirvana memorabilia and CDs. <laughs> yeah. I became a massive fan of Metallica, who we've not put on here, but I'm probably going to put Metallica on. We're going to have to. Right? We're going to have to. Uh, we'll discuss that and then we'll go add. We'll just probably argue we'll do about it live. Song. 100%. <laughs> so I got into Metallica through St. Anger, which is the worst album they've ever recorded. Apart from Lola, Lula, Lulu, whatever that fucking nonsense was. Does that really was. count as a metallic No, album? not really. Um, and it was crap, but it was also really cool. Um, and since then, I got lots of memorabilia and lots of programs. But one of the things on my Christmas list was like, I'd like the the Master of Puppets bedspread. <laughs> and you got the Master of Puppets bedspread. I've got a pillowcase. Oh, I had two. I lost one. <laughs> but it was really fucking cool but my mum's like do you know how expensive it is and I'm like no um, <laughs> so that was quite cool um, uh, yeah Terry as mentioned earlier our bassist shout out he, uh, he'll probably argue with you about your characterisation of that angle I like it I really like it as an album the only it, thing that well, ruins think, it is that snare I think Terry said before that if that, band, that album was released by another band it would be held up as a good album it's only that it's released by Metallica that it's held up as a bad album. I think it's only a bad album because of that one very, very glaring yeah, elephant very, in the room. very, easy to criticise. The elephant there. is not only <laughs> in the room, it is on fire. Yeah. Whose idea was that? Can I we just criticise that right now? I don't know. It's almost Whose as idea as was that? <laughs> as bad as what? Ted Moore. <laughs> Every month I'm going to slate that band. They don't even exist anymore. Fucking shit! They are. They are so bad. Um, I got into Metallica. I, the song St. Anger, which I loved, which was really, really cool. And you could buy it like, a, a little, cool it's a really cool song. And it reminds me very poignantly of a very specific point of sitting on my computer eating Caramel Sutra Ben and Jerry's ice cream, listening to that, playing The Sims. Shout out to The Sims. <laughs> um, fucking love The Sims. But that song was amazing. It was absolutely it was brilliant and it's a good album I like it the elephant on the room though is on fire and we all know what it is yes we we'll do. get on to that so there's a very poignant album that I remember specifically in our friendship over the last 175 years um, definitely the right amount of time Google Pointless Lemon then Horse Beans and then Horse Paul then Metal Dan 
Google Metal Dan. Google Metal Everybody. Dan, and I know you want to Metal Dan my horse beans. Do we? <laughs> Do we get new listeners every month, or are we just telling the same group of people? To I don't Google know. The same stuff. I don't know. But the point Google is, it is, again, if you've done it once, Google it again. The re- the numbers haven't dropped, so either it's different, like a <laughs> couple of dozen people, or it's not. It's way higher or lower. Who cares? Millions, this album, millions of people. Nobody can see the figures. We can four point nine billion. I've just looked at it on my beautiful <laughs> fictional laptop. So yeah, so this album came out and. It's still a masterpiece now, but the production quality it was the first time I properly noticed production quality on an album, and I slightly ruined it because my my laptop glitched out briefly and played the beginning, which I'm going to pretend didn't exist. Um, it's from the album of the same name. It's Resurrection by Chimera. That was the first time you noticed production quality. Pro- properly, sort of. properly, mm-hmm. properly. It's, it's a very such, good album, and the production is, is on spot. Absolutely, that was when that that was that's peak Chimera for for me at least. It's their best, absolutely. It's very very good. There's a couple of tracks outside of that that are good, but that album and then the one after it, um, that's know. got the Venom inside, which was such before. a good way to open an album. Basically about him being that an well. Resurrections, fucking Resurrections, very good. Both of them are about him being an alcoholic, I think, if I've got that correct. Alcoholics tend to do that. Can you blame them? Yeah. What are you going to write about? Oh, I'm an alcoholic. I mean, That's a good start. I mean, nobody's forcing you to do that. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I went back in time and stood over Mark Hunter's shoulder and was like, Drink! For fuck's sake! <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> Both drinking as well. Both drinking. Um, Many rums. You sounded surprised when I was like, Oh, I, I, I noticed that as production quality. And you were like, mm. I, I don't know. That was, when did that came out fairly late? Don't know. Two, hang on. Let me click some buttons. Keep talking. Click some buttons. And then the, it feels like to me that that came out a little bit later than when I was noticing that sort of stuff. 2007. But it, yeah. Two. Or 17. Yeah. You also studied music. So. Uh, yeah. And I was, I was playing guitar from the age of 10. Yeah. So, and I wanted to be a producer. That failed. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I started noticing that stuff fairly early on. James tried to hit the bell when you said you failed. So if you could just repeat, and I failed. Yeah, I failed. Thank you. Uh, we, can, we can now cut that out and just put that into any aspect of my life. <laughs> and then that's when that didn't go well. Bing! <laughs> yeah, what was I saying? Oh, uh, you wanted to be a producer. Yeah, so I, I think I started noticing that stuff fairly early on. If you come back to Nirvana, I think that was one of the moments I noticed that. Fair. Going from Nevermind to In Utero, very different sounds, mm. and the guitar in particular, very different, much rawer. Yeah. On In Utero, you got into music way sooner than I did. I mean, I so I started learning to sing when I was like three because it was like school choirs and such. Because I grew up in quite it was Church of England, but it was still quite religious. So a lot of it was like you know, morning is broken, Lord is my shepherd, all that sort of nonsense. Yeah. And that's how. I learned how to sing, but I, it's very—it's a very different ball game. I don't really play any instruments, so you learn music from a very different viewpoint. From I've learned music because yeah. I learned poetry technically first, and then was like, Do you know what? I can actually you applied I, that to rhythm, yeah. yeah. And then Sam found me in a pub when I was going to see my best mate's band with his dad, and was like, Do you want to join my band? 
and I remember that quite poignantly of turning up on a moped with a hit yeah. flask of whiskey and a hit flask of rum. I was supposed to be there for that night when he asked me, but I won't. Yeah. I don't know why. No, Tez hated me. Probably still does. Don't Did care. He? Yeah, he really wasn't sure of me. He thought I was really weird and dodgy. Because turned up on a moped you, you with booze. You did turn up on a moped already pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking from a hit flask. And here I am. Um, yeah, I wasn't quite sure what I was doing, but I thought it was a really good idea. I think it was a great idea. I still think it was a great idea. Yeah, it mean, must have done well because here we are, yeah, what, 15 odd years yeah, later? Like that, isn't it? Yeah. Years, yeah. I don't really necessarily give too much of a shit of the fact that we had lots of platforms to jump off of and we just appreciated it rather than going, like, yeah, we're going to do this. Because I, I don't ever want to make music that I don't enjoy. You get where I'm coming from? Like, I don't like the idea yeah, of being like now Create to Inspire, that. where you end up making music because you have to, because. Yeah, now, now, I, now I get that. When I was younger, I, I kind of that's why we went towards the more metalcore yeah sound. And I was almost when I was younger trying to rip off Lamb of God and mm. Killswitch Engage. Basically, just those two. Yeah, fair. Which was all about those were big at the time. Hmm, hundred percent. But now, I, I don't give a fuck about any of that. I just <laughs> want that music that I enjoy. If somebody else enjoys it, great. Nice. But if they don't, then fuck it. Precisely, uh, and that's and what I'm there for now. I agree, and that's why you're sitting on the sofa across from me. <laughs> yeah, because this is very much the same as that. Isn't it? It's basically that. Yeah, I found just, this band. It's, it's a, weird. Let's just share some music. See if anybody else likes it. <laughs> uh, we seem to do all right. I can't complain, and really appreciate everybody who listens because you're cool. Um, you. I'm going to use that as a plug. Yeah, love you. Uh, Instagram um, iron underscore horse underscore SFOB you can also email me on uh, ironhorsesfob at gmail.com if you've got a band or some shit do you have a check back? Uh, <laughs> yeah I have yeah no one's emailed no one well no yeah, someone never, it, some, no a couple of people have emailed but I've already done it through the Instagram the Instagram's bigger so we play caustic waves quite a lot and I message him through um, Instagram quite a lot um, dead flesh we've played um loads of local bands that we know but they've messaged me through Instagram going oh hello and I'm like you know it's me and they're like oh okay <laughs> so yeah they're all cool um what else do I need to plug from oh um Shitful of Bombs go to the Patreon Shitful of Bombs <laughs> it was a brilliant yeah. run and Pointless Lemon Pointless Lemon Productions uh for funding this with the pizza that uh, <laughs> is eventually gonna come have you um, been sucking up all the funding? Because I ain't getting none of that cash. You don't deserve money, you're a cunt! Fuck! <laughs> you should starve. Um, no Shitful of Bombs, shitfulofbombs.co.uk. Um, go to the Patreon, give us some money, you tight pricks. <laughs> That's <laughs> the, the best way to get people to give you money. <laughs> uh, I don't see it, so I don't care. Uh, this from... and if, you, if you're a big fan of effectively... Naughty's metal from the US, like Devil Driver. Devil Driver's going to be on part two. Naughty metal. Naughty metal. Is that what is that? Naughty what metal. Is Naughty metal. metal from the Naughties. Oh. <laughs> from 2007, because I looked it up. This is Resurrection from Resurrection. You're going to love it.
God.
<laughs> yeah, it's ruined. Yeah, this is amazing. was kind of Lamb of God at its peak, really, if you ask me. Yeah, it's been a fairly slow decline since then. Oh my God. I'd say rapid, but it depends what you think about Strum and Drong or whatever it was called. Hey, I wasn't a fan. No? Okay. No, I think their last really good album for me was uh, 
Oh, what was it called? The one that you were really into. Wrath. Wrath, that's the one. Obsessed. Yeah. Fully, fully obsessed. That was a fantastic album. And everything before that, great. Everything great. since is a bit meh. It's just shit. <laughs> it's a bit meh. <laughs> yeah. Or is a bit meh. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> yeah, it was crap. Um, I, I adore Wrath. That's another one. Start to finish, phenomenal. Every track, phenomenal. Yeah, you can say that about As the Palace is Burned as well. Yes. Which was, was that the one before Ref? I think it was. I think that was what that album was from. I don't remember what we do as a life. Uh, uh, no, no, that was, that no, that was As, as the Palace is Burned. Is that from As the Not um, Ashes of the Wake. That's the other one. That's a very good album. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, those three oh. in a row. Like, if any, any band basically releasing music, yeah. if they can get three albums out as good as that. Um, basically, any, any moment from when he got arrested, Poe. Like, just Poe. Like he got arrested, and he then got arrested played. on the tour for the one after Ref, wasn't it? Resolution. Is it Resolution? Revolution. Re- some, Resolution. Some good songs on, but wasn't I, a great album. I don't think. I thought it was a cool album. Yeah, it wasn't as good, but it was a cool album. It was like a. Eh. And then yeah, they brought out the Duke, which was the worst EP. A great album. No, no, it's not a great album at all. But, However, I mean, they did the whole thing when they came back out as as what uh, what was Burn that? the Priest. Burn the Priest. That was it. I was like, why are you doing this? Because like, uh, money's But then I realised that I'm criticising them for recapturing a bit of their youth whilst we do exactly that. Yeah, so but maybe, they very... Maybe that was it. True. They also very specifically hated um, the fact that they were called Burn the Priest and, and didn't really like that era from, from an, an excerpt I heard. Oh, I it might be that. very wrong because the internet's full of bullshit. Yeah. Mostly. Not bullshit, though. It's from Master Serious by uh, Gojira. Absolutely. Another album that's just banging. Phenomenal. We saw these guys. Uh, we saw. We saw these guys. We saw these. A <laughs> uh, guys. A uh, guys. Uh, uh, the underworld. We with did. Eyes of Betrayer. We did. That was phenomenal. They were inches away from us. Yeah. I touched them. Was, I had bruises from the stage after that. Like mid thigh. Yeah, mid thigh. Straight. <laughs> dead straight line bruises. It was mad. Minging. Yeah. Fully minging. Um, but that I think that was on tour for that album. Wasn't it? Or was it The Way of All Flesh? That was it was The Way of All Flesh. Fuck, yeah. that's such a good album. Uh, I've got a while. Didn't see him on the tour for the Master Series. I it thought had, it was They'd already toured it. Oh, okay. When I, when I sort of discovered it. Oh, okay. Oh, so good. I think we actually went for Eyes of Betrayer, though. I've got the album somewhere. No, I was fully there. I think I discovered Eyes of Betrayer that night. That's a brilliantly good album. I was there for Kajira and just discovered another great Phenomenal album. Phenomenal album. A great album. Mmm. Uh, you've chosen Backbone. Backbone's an absolute uh, banger. Yeah, coming back to the old production thing, that song is one of my favourite guitar tones ever. If you it's are a guitarist bad. listening, get to know because it's bad. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Right now. Pause Do it now! Show. Find it! Fear 
ridiculous. The really? drop on that is disgusting. It's oh, all very good. I fucking love that song. I know no one else would realise what happens, but I really hope uh, Pointless Lemon edit this, edits this episode really well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I'm going to say it. I had to chase a dude for for our food. Yeah, I had to chase it, a it's dude. It's like you had a pizza delivery guy that's never delivered pizza before. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> it's a bit like having a pilot. It's like we're going to Tenerife. Where's that? Oh, it's so. Uh, what? Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, we'll no. just go. We'll yeah, go we'll go that way. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Mate, we're in Dublin. That's close, isn't it? Close, close Tenerife, Dublin. Close enough. What a twat. Basically the same place, aren't they? But well done, editorial team. Yeah. All me. of them. Yeah. They're the best. Well, you're saying well done. We don't know what it sounds like. No, it's me. I'm going to edit it. <laughs> You've ruined the facade. Fuck the fourth wall. I'm fucking it. <laughs> Again, another problem we're finding uh, is because we usually play songs that go on for 57 hours. Um, we, we're going to have to pull some of the ones from part two into part one. Professionals. Absolute professionals. 100%. The next song I've chosen is my first foray into what was it? It's like deathcore, isn't it? What would you class Killswitch Engage? It's sort of metalcore, isn't it? It's metalcore. Was this was when did Jesse Leach leave? Because he left, and then a resplendent black man came in and absolutely shattered the the boundaries of vocal, and then Jesse yeah. Leach came back. Yeah, and did very very well again. I love Jesse Leach. He's so I love Jesse Leach. He's so good. Was it in Times of Grace? Yes. Yeah, it is just him and Adam D. Yeah. Which he wrote... Was it in Hospital? I think Adam D wrote it basically on his back in Hospital Yeah, he dying. broke his back or something like that. It was a bit Times mad. Grace, yeah. It was mad. Mad, I tell you. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But my first leap into them... I think I still have it. Sorry, I'm eating cauliflower. In the corner is one of those Kerrang! compilation discs. Oh, yeah. That's got this track on it. Yeah, I know the one. Right? And... It was my first thing into it, and the the problem is, is that I laughed at it because it starts. It's you, you'll hear it in the first lot of vocals. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm sorry. Pause. What is happening? What's happening around me? So I had to <laughs> had to then go back to it. But that's not what the the album's called. I can't remember the album's called. I think it is just Kill Switch and Cage. They've got about three of them. If I've got that uh, right, I, I think so too. Is it? Kill Switch Engage from the album Kill Switch Engage by yeah. Kill Switch Engage. We know all about that. Is this uh, is this one with Howard or Jesse? Jesse, I think Jesse. I can't remember if he did one or two albums before he left. I think Jesse Leach think did one two. that's called Kill Switch Engage, and then Howard did one that's called Kill Switch Engage. I don't know. The consistent though is Adam D, and that man runs around in like. And the other two, uh, the drummer and the other guitarist, they've never changed. I don't know and their the names. Never changed either. Yeah, they're really good, but I don't know their names. But I don't just know their names. Though. Adam D wears like a red cape and some like hot pants. Hot pants and Cut runs off. Jeans, hot pants. Runs up to the bar, has two shots mid solo, and runs back. He's ridiculous. That <laughs> He's ridiculous. Strange. I love him. Yeah. Have you seen him on the price? Is it the Price Is Right? We wins a car. Yeah, and he gets so excited. <laughs> 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 he does so well. It's hilarious. <laughs> From the moment they call him down, he's just on, just like, like, yeah! he's on a whole level. level. Never <laughs> give that man cocaine, he will just shatter the space time continuum. This is Number Days by Kill Switch Engage. The time approaches! This is the voice of the voiceless. We have learned by making choices. After persecution and delusion, we have severed this delusion. 
Definitely Jesse Leach. That is a Jesse Leach vocal. Um, I love them. I've got lots of time for them. Yeah. Um, I like I'm how... I'm in love with them. They're that weird bridge between emo and metal, which I've got all the time in the world for. That was kind of metalcore. Yeah. That was kind of the whole thing, wasn't it? Absolutely. You've seen them live? You must see them live. I've seen them live. Yeah. Time, yeah. Sexy. Incredible. Mm. So good live. Adam D does laps of the stage. <laughs> 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 um... He's one of those... I remember seeing Keith Flint. The only time I ever saw the Prodigy with him in it. God rest his soul. And uh, he just didn't stop moving. He was just bounce, 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 bounce. And he just started running. 
from like you know where you've got the main bit and it kind of goes onto those wings he was like running from one screen on the left and he just <laughs> running fucking just sprinting and I'm like cool there was a guy who was with his girlfriend who really wasn't interested in him but he didn't realise that it was quite funny they broke up and he was like oh my god how and it's like really really Grant come on mate shout out to Grant who's never going to listen to this because I only saw him once back in 2009 I don't even know who he is he, he got fucked off he's on he had his name tattooed to his back he was a bit of a mongrel his own name tattooed to his back he had Grant tattooed across I mean, his shoulders what is the point in that exactly Answers on a postcard. Please. You mentioned the next track, and it's a stunning track. I mentioned a lot of things. You're going to have to be more specific. Bomb track by Rage Against Machine. Yep, I said that earlier. That's you the did. Word I said. <laughs> so much has happened since then. I said it's words. been a roller coaster, a cavalcade of yes. chaos. Yes, but I said some words, and that was one of them. Cool, and we're going to play that. Yeah. And he's going to say some words. Rage Against Machine.
fingers or things? <laughs> if, oh. you, uh, if you can guess and get that right, it's a 50-50 chance there. I will do nothing. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, this is an emotional roller coaster. Uh, every month is... Every month is an emotional That's why the listeners tune in. They want to see our mental health slowly deteriorate. Oh, yeah. Whilst we make inappropriate jokes. <laughs> the, yeah. At some point, a live stream. I would really like to do a live episode at some point. Live could be cool. Um, It's on a Monday, though. Yeah. It's going to take planning and preparation. Yes. I mean, I can. I just can't go into work on Tuesday. <laughs> I've tried that I before. I probably could. I could probably get away with doing nothing at work. I'll put that out there now. <laughs> Let's hope none of them listen. <laughs> nah, I'm going to get Bryn to listen to this. And not that he gives a fuck. What, what's Bryn yeah, going to do? Probably, Shout out to Bryn. He'll probably just be like, yeah. He'll join yeah, in. He'll be like, yeah, man. No, I'm going to join in with that. Just, you, just two of you asleep in a pile. Um, I love Bryn. Shout out to Bryn. I've never seen a man play guitar at work so much. And still do his work. <laughs> and like. still have a job. He's had a job for so long there. He's a great guy. He's brilliant. We should get him on one Oh, we should. I had Cat and Bryn on um, a previous one on Titan Metal Goodness. And it was brilliant because Cat is a fucking amazing human. <laughs> she is. She's so funny. She could read, she could read a, uh, a dictionary or like a phone book or something. I'd still laugh. She's brilliant. Really good poet. Yes. Cool. Shout out to her. We didn't give her a full name there. We shouted, <laughs> we shouted her out and just said her name's Cat. Cat. The next song <laughs> you uh, poignantly remember, and I poignantly remember, but I want you to tell your story of getting signed by Stone Sour. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, Terry, our bassist, mentioned a couple of times in this episode now. Says Terry, whatever you call him. Um, he, he got me into quite a lot of metal stuff, but in particular, Stone Sour. I still remember listening to this song on portable CD players. You remember taking them into school and you put them in your blazer pocket and yep. hold it off your leg? I had folders. Yep. Because if you let it knock against your leg, you skip like fuck. Yep. Yeah. Vividly. Fucking old technology going on here. Vividly. <laughs> I had so two yeah, he folders full of CDs. Yeah, Terry, Terry used to have one. He'd bring it into work, into work, into school. Right. Yeah, and I took a Stone Tower out, had a listen to it in a geography class, and that album. What is that called? Is it just Stone called Stone yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it opens with Get Inside as well. Yeah, it does. It's first track. What, like, yeah, you put on an album and it opens with that song, right? Just a kick in the face and then a mad solo and then more kicks in the face. It's mental. Let's do it. Yeah.
going to measure that in punctures per second. <laughs> Instead of beats per minute, yeah. We were flailing, um, and then I stopped because I knew that I would probably punch. I things. Um, I miss tits. I miss tits. I miss We're having fun, I don't know if you are. Nobody knows oh. what we mean when we no, say miss tits. I miss tits. Great snow when I lived. He was so good as a slug that he was better than all the snails. Because everybody knows that generally snails are better than slugs. Fact. Fact. We have one more left. Yeah, we do. Probably overrun a little. I don't know anymore. We've had quite the event. Have we overrun? Uh, possibly. We, we usually do. We had quite the event because I had to go and chase a delivery dude. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, going along the whole kind of retro theme of having like an end of song that is we've, from we've like... We've kept it to 80s so far, haven't we? It's, this is 70s, this isn't is it? This is 70s, yeah. <laughs> but it's a banging album and an amazing man who was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Who was really fat and then wasn't and then died. And yeah, well missed. Oh, 100%. I love him. He was like, he had a ridiculously beautiful theatrical voice and effectively shaped the entirety of this sort of side of rock, this kind of theatrical, kind of like hair rock, kind of power rock. The man knew a ballad. Yeah, I think the the guy who wrote this stuff, it's Meatloaf, by the way. Isn't it? Yeah, this is sort of so the song, songs that be Meatloaf, all revved up and no place to go. Yeah, the guy that wrote it, uh, Jim Steinman? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. It was. It's all his. It's his project. Jim Steinbeck. He he sort of created Meatloaf, if you will. It's all his project. Hundred percent. He wrote all the songs and stuff. And it's. I think it's supposed to be sort of like an expression of kind of classical and music theatre put into rock as well. And it is very well done. He didn't sing it though. I appreciate him writing it, but he didn't sing it. Though. Oh, he and he was a bit of a dick. I'm not denying that. Yeah. But yeah, still his songwriting ability. Is insane. And Very this album, well done. Album is insanely good. I love that you've picked this that isn't very well known. Like I I know the it. The track itself isn't. Yeah, but it's really cool. But this is another one of those albums that's just classic from front to back. Yeah. You can pick any track and it's going to be great. As you a fat person with long hair, you can't go for the title track because it's about an hour long. Hundred percent, you'd be there for days. <laughs> oh, we have a run off as it is anyway. As a fat person with long hair, they either go for George Fisher from Corpse uh, from Cannibal Corpse. Uh, I, Would AKA you say Corpse he's fat? Hey, he isn't now. Have you he's seen not, him? He's, he's tiny. Not, he's not super slim, but he he, he's not anymore. Would you say he was fat? Was he, he was fat, fat, fat back in the day, he or am fat. I just have I wiped that from my memory? Hey, he was fat. There's nothing wrong with it, but I got what? compared to him or Meatloaf. Yeah, if I if I put on particularly a slightly loose fitting white shirt, meatloaf straight away people call me meatloaf. And I'm like, I look nothing like meatloaf. You've got a fucking huge I've beard, got a massive beard, and long hair. <laughs> <laughs> but he had long hair. He, he did really for a while, hair. but yeah. I think he's more sort of like you picture him and you picture him with a short hair. I do, I, I, I do, yeah. But then he's in a suit and he's skinnier. He looks a bit like Frank Sinatra. A little bit skinnier and, that. and he never yeah. had a beard. And he yeah, he looks fuck all like me. You would look the weird. The only similarity. When I put on that white shirt, it's the fact that you often wore white shirts and we're both fat. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know. And it'll be every time. I used to have a job where I had to wear a white shirt to work and every day, somebody other people... It's on the buses, wasn't it? Make, yeah, it was. And somebody other people would make jokes about how I look like me. Like, and I'm like, yeah, this was funny about six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> My, um... 
almost every gig we play, so I'm eating pizza. Uh, someone at some point comes and goes, do you know what you look like? I'm like, is it Cannibal Corpse? Is it the guy from Cannibal Corpse? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the lack of so, definition between your head and your neck. I've got massive it's just neck. the same width. <laughs> if I shaved all my hair off, I'd look like a thumb. If someone drew a face on a thumb, boom. This motherfucker. And yeah, Corpse Grinder's the same, isn't he? Um, so our last <laughs> just gig... just got a thick-ass neck. Our last gig for one of them... I've got a thick-ass neck. Thick-ass. Wet-ass neck. Wet-ass. That's quite fun to say. Wet-ass. Wet-ass. You're doing that sort of... Like, Bussy. 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 Wet-ass. Bussy. <laughs> Shout-out to... Bu- to chaos. Shout-out to Bussies. Shout-out um, to Bussies. We should everywhere. be winding down, but we're throwing out compliments to Bussies. <laughs> Bussies and Pussies. <laughs> Make us all make us all sound like an anime girl. (laughs) It's derailed. That was the moment that we lost the tracks. Thank you. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) So our last gig, there's a whole thing that I could windmill to, so I beat everyone to it. I was like, now I'm going to do my best Uh, George Fisher impression. And two people afterwards went, yeah, actually, do you know what you do look like him? And I'm like, I thought I'd got rid of that. And then I'd mentioned yeah. it and realised that obviously that's a point. But <laughs> he did that whole thing when I said actually that gig we talked about earlier, Children Biden with Kentish Town. Yeah. The support was Cannibal Corpse, and he did that whole thing. He gets right up the front of the stage. He's like, "I bet I can windmill faster than you. Just try and prove it." And then just windmills at the speed of light. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. People, people do get pushed back. It is so quick. It's ridiculous. You see people in the front row trying to keep up, and then he comes out of his and looks at him and he's like, nah, he's nah. Like, and then goes back to it. <laughs> yeah, like like it's nothing. He's brutal. Do you know what he does for a hobby? Are you going to say about the crane? Yeah, so the crane things, things, and he donates all the um, soft toys to like a local children's charity. Yeah, he's brutal. He's also really good at couponing. So like, he goes to Walmart with like loads of coupons. It's like a thing He of loves his. Walmart, doesn't he? It's yeah. the whole thing that came out during the pandemic. I love it. I think he's brilliant. He just, Shout he, out to George Fisher. I think I see a few videos of him just like donating shit. <clears throat> it's usually the he's toys. Just, just in Wal- no, just in Walmart, just buying people oh. shit. Cool. Just, yeah. I like that. What a great guy. I mean, you can't be making he's that amazing. much money off of niche death metal. Um, he also does a lot of stuff for World of Warcraft and shit, and but oh, he, he's got he's got other outlets. He also worked with Igor as well. That's a track. Did his own solo album as well. Into the Acid Vat. It's got that song on it. Yeah, Into the Acid Vat, which is fucking killer. It's cool. It's very cool. I'm not a massive corpse gr- uh, cannibal corpse fan, but corpse grinder, I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, I like <laughs> them both. I uh, I like the album Kill because it's a very cool album that starts with basically just fucking thrash drums and then that really high scream he does. It sounds like a fox mating, <laughs> but in that context, sounds like a woman dying. He's brilliant. Is that album the one with all the gory shit on the cover? <laughs> The answer's obviously yes. Actually, no. It's got the word kill in oh, letters that look like it's been painted on with blood. But anyway. Well, the rest of them just look like scabby photos uh, of blood. Yeah. Join us in December for when we do the part two of this random wander down nostalgia because I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. Yeah, this has been good. The next time, though, I'm not going to follow some random bummer <laughs> from <laughs> a local pizzeria <laughs> that isn't so local to try and get my fucking dinner one star pizza delivery man one star didn't even know his own face didn't even know it uh, I've already plugged some shit but find Iron Horse on Instagram Iron underscore horse underscore it's a phobie and shift bombs to UK and you can listen to all the episodes on Pogbeam or whatever the best plugin I've ever heard thank you Point of Slam Productions um, Google Horse Beans We've got uh, meatloaf. Let's do meatloaf. Yeah. Uh, say something. 
Say something. Say something. Anything. What this? Yeah, this that be, also this, counts. What about this? Thank is you. This, is this, is cool. this, this is what you wanted. Good night. It- <laughs>